0: Welcome to It's Ms. Max Health and Culture. Health is a way of living and the mindset. Culture is a way of being and honoring who we are as a people. Fuse it together for a way of vibing. Take this journey with me. I'll see you inside. Welcome, welcome. Thank you all for joining us here at Is Miss Max Health and Culture for another wonderful Saturday. Producer Cindy Ashby plays on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. But we prefer you come sign up at OTW2.com.
1: I guess I'm just gonna jump in and say, tell me about yourself. Tell me, <laughs> tell me who you are.
2: How to- are you? So I am Tiana, the swag slayer. I'm on YouTube, Instagram, and, um, of course, Twitter and all those fun places. But where my heart is is teaching other people how to make additional streams of income, and especially our children, because it is a struggle for them to learn that they can make money starting out as early as they're born, as long as their parents assist in some sort of way.
0: Thank you so much for um, giving that introduction, Tiana. And I think this is so important because what I have found is that a lot of parents, I'm sorry, parents, i ain't picking on y'all, but yeah, I am. Because a lot of parents are sending our children out into this world and saying, okay, you're 18 now, you got to get out and go and get it. Yeah. But they're not giving them the necessary tools that they need, per se, to make it in this world. How to open up a checking account, how to understand credit, how to save money, yeah. invest and
2: all the things that comes with being a grown up. Right. Yes. Yes. Agreed. But you can't teach something that no one taught you. And, right. No one taught us. I know. No. Oh, my God.
0: That was a struggle of my life. I think I just got it together like a, a year or two ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yes. With that. Mm-hmm i'm able to not only teach the children the parents typically listen in because with that collaboration of the parent knowledge the child can learn and some and so many times i have a child of my own i learned things from my child that i didn't know were things that were beneficial for example social media how many of our children have to show us how to use our social media accounts and use certain features that we didn't know existed. So it goes vice versa. So I do have parents who sit in, they're not on camera when I do the Swag Slayer Young Entrepreneurship class, but they listen in and they take notes because only the kids are on camera because they want to feel like they're the kids, they're in charge, they get to do stuff. But the parents take notes because they learn along in the process because until someone teaches you or until you take the initiative to read it on your own and then put it into action, you just don't know. And you have to make mistakes along the way. And so sometimes I think we fail at things, but you're truly not a fail- failure if you don't give up. If you fall down, you make mistake, you skin your knee, you just keep going. And I think our cultures sometimes, because so many things have happened to us, we just say, oh, forget it. And we want to throw our hands up. But I promise you, if you dig deep and you keep going on that knowledge, financial knowledge, how to properly use money, how to make your money work for you, other streams of income, instead of just your nine to five or just your business, you will be able to put those things into work. I have to be honest. Most of us adults were at a stage where we may not reach true financial wealth over time because we have a limited time left but if we start we give the generation after us a chance but we have to educate the generation after us because i know all of us know at least one family (laughs) whose parents got it together grandparents got it together and then the generations after them just squandered it because someone taught them how to use the money what the sacrifice was, because what do we do? We struggle, we get there, we spoil our babies. There's nothing wrong with that. My baby is spoiled, but she knows this is the way to get your money. And there's a stopping point where she's kind of at the age where I was like, guess what? You want to ride through it to Chipotle? Bring your wallet. (laughs) So she understands now is the time that now I have to provide things for myself, even though I'm still underneath my parents' roof. So when I get Outside my parents' roof, I actually know how to do it.
0: Um, I you said something that resonated with me is that yes, we do all we had it together, but yet they never shared the information. Yeah. They never shared the lessons on listen, this is how you save a dollar or two. Instead, I feel like we got the opposite that we were judged when we did not handle our own finances. Like we were supposed to understand finances somehow through miraculous conception. Right. Tiana, what would be the first thing that you would suggest to a child just coming into your class today? What would be the first step for them to understanding finances?
2: Well, it's a six session course. We do it every other month. So it starts in January and it's every other month. So it's in no particular order because people can just pop in on the month that they're available so they can get it. But it's six different lessons. So in January, We learned um, and read a book called How to Turn a Hundred Dollars into a Million Dollars. It teaches about budgeting. It teaches about how they can set up their own business, because, again, it is the young entrepreneurship class. How they can set it up, how they can use the money they get from chores and gifts, things they sell, create online or at uh, other markets to generate income. So now they're generating income. So that's what they kind of learned in the first class. And we also at the very last class talked about NFTs, which are non-fungible tokens on the VV app. And we talked about that because on the VV app in the Apple or Google store, um, they can buy nfts as a child they don't need a special account most investments you need your parents to set up the account you have to be 18 all these different things you can be any age as long as you know how to navigate your smartphone which you know all the babies do (laughs) and as long as their parent helps them put the money on the app they can purchase these nfts and then resell them uh, for a profit and then just build up what they're calling gems right now in the app until they have enough and can cash out once the new cash out feature comes. Because, again, the app is so new. They haven't been able to build enough to put the cash feature in to be able to cash out in your currency around the world. So it's not just America. So I tell people all the time, I'll teach any baby willing to listen.
1: Maxine has a beautiful smile. You see I know. And she's got oh. like, so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> The doll, you know how you walk and you see the black Barbie doll and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah." <laughs> okay. Well, uh, tell me what ages? What ages?
2: So the class, because it's such basic information that most of us don't know, because most adults don't even know what I'm teaching, that class ranges from 5 to 18. So anybody from 5 to 18 can register for the class and can sign up and be a part. And I know people are like, but that's a big age range to have all at one time. It's a very private setting. So I don't allow um, a lot of seats. Like some people you go to class, there are 50 people in the class. No, I try to keep it intimate because I need everyone to be able to ask questions. I need everyone to be able to participate, and I want to hear from everyone so I can make sure that I'm answering their questions, because, you know, sometimes our children will have a thought in our, their head that isn't reality, and until they say it out loud and somebody says, oh, no, that I understand what you're saying, but it's really this, they carry that false ideology in their head. So I keep the classes very intimate so they're not afraid to speak up and talk. So that is why the age range is from 5 to 18, because not only... Do the little children get to see the bigger children participating? The bigger children get to follow the little children along from month to month and see how they're growing because sometimes you got to see it to believe it to say, okay, this really can happen. This really is working. I actually can do this.
1: So now, see, you said something, you triggered something to me. I think I was like in third grade and the teacher asked me what school I wanted to go to and I said Hillman.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And it was like, bitch that's not a real school
2: um <laughs> but remember, but that's okay though that's okay you knew you wanted to go
1: to school i went to go to a different world i went right to go where all the black folks went yes. and so I, I totally get it now are there any type of special type of like classes like etiquette classes do you do the extra stuff or is it just financial are you teaching her about like you know, do you get what I'm saying? But the regular stuff that most females don't know how to do, hygiene. I know that sounds crazy, like a parent should be able to do that.
2: <laughs> but you, you get what I'm saying? Like, the, I like get what you're head. saying. Yeah. And that that isn't anything that I do only because it's such a diverse group of children that participate in the class. So we try to just keep it to finance, but it is a broad range of finance. So we do talk about... Building your business, making your budget, NFTs, digital currency, the metaverse. We also um, will talk about in one session FIRE, the FIRE movement, which is financially independent, retire early. Because let's be honest, everybody does not want to be an entrepreneur. That doesn't fit everyone. So I have to also make sure I consider those children who don't want to take the risk of being an entrepreneur and they work very well under someone at a nine to five. And so how can I show them that financial freedom is also available to them? And so that's why we have a course on the fire movement, the financial independent retire early, where they're really good at school. They're gonna get out of school and have a great job. And then how do they take that money and use it to build wealth in the future? And in that class, which is actually March's class that you can sign up for on at slackslayer.com is where we talk about purchasing, a home that builds income for you, that builds wealth for you, because as we know, property builds wealth, eternal wealth, generational wealth. So you can sign up for that class. And in that class, we talk about um, a kitty condo loan. Now, that class I do send an email to the parents because it's a parent-child collaboration where your child, when they are leaving high school, has the opportunity to participate in what's called a kitty condo loan. It's a FHA loan, and that they can get even without a job even without credit, as long as you assist with that, but they can homestead the home. It actually belongs to the child. And if they get a duplex, a triplex, or a quadruplex, it all is eligible underneath that loan. And if you have a duplex, what does that mean? You live on one side, you have a renter on the other side, they pay your mortgage, you live for free. So That Those steps are taught in that session of the class because if you can get your child not in an apartment and getting their friends to pay rent to them, that builds well. If you don't trust (laughs) that they have friends and you don't want to manage all of that, hire a property manager, pay them a percent. You don't even have to let the tenants or friends know that you own the property and let them handle all the paperwork. You also can partner with the colleges in your area. If you live in a college town or just have a college nearby where you can sign up as college housing and the college will cut you the check at the beginning of the semester for the full semester's rent. So we do talk about that in that session.
1: Fabulous. Maxine,
2: back again
1: yeah. i'm gonna put this over this because i'm gonna put a logo over
0: this we're gonna do some fly stuff all right maxine take it away that's right now let me ask go back and ask you a question And you probably stated this now what is the age that they can qualify for this
2: kitty condo program so it's typically 18 years old they just want to see that you've completed high school and that you're technically an adult, which is eighteen. Some states are slightly different. So just you know, be aware of your state's regulations on that. But again, it's called a kitty condo loan. It is an FHA loan. You do not have to buy a condo. It's just part of the name. It's any type of dwelling that's for residency.
0: You know what? I think that's something that's great to know because I can tell you firsthand in the state of California, it's like two thousand three hundred dollars to rent a two bedroom apartment in a drive by neighborhood. Yes. So for the for the fact that these kids at an early age can have the chance to have a ride on, I think is awesome. Yes. Yep. They don't. Yeah. They don't have to worry about three day notices. They don't have to worry about being harassed by their landlord. Right. and hopefully, eventually carry on the um, the generational wealth. And that's the thing that with black people I really want us to get to, is handing off the generational wealth. It seems like our parents got it. Like my mom, she was at saving to a point, but um, never opened a savings account and never really talked about finances, but yet always had that language of, oh, I don't have it, being broke. Now talk a little bit about that about the aspiration
2: of not using words that come to fruition like I ain't got it, I'm broke. Right, right. So just in every aspect of our life to not only be positive, speak positive, but take action in the direction that we want to be. So in my household, we have our child sit down at the budget meeting. So we hold a meeting once a week about our family and our life. Then we hold a monthly meeting that goes over our budget. And then a quarterly meeting that goes over our budget. Our child is required to sit in all of those and take notes. How can they learn what, what a savings account even is? And then let me bring up the point that not to you know make someone feel like, oh, well, I'm saving, why is she talking about me like that? But your savings is not going to be what it is 10 years from now, because the inflation rate keeps going up and the bank doesn't pay you consistent interest on that inflation rate. So your money is actually worth less. So your dollar today is going to be less than a dollar by 10, 15 years from now. So I always encourage people to take that and invest it into a less risky Type of investment so that you're at least making enough interest to counter the inflation But hopefully you're making more interest to beat the inflation So your money's actually worth more but at least counter the inflation So your dollar today is the same dollar 5 10 15 20 years from now because putting in your savings account You're making the bank money and you're making yourself poor. You're actually losing money when you have it saved
0: that is absolutely right because we know that the bank interest rate pays nothing. They hold yeah. on to your money for years and, years and they put it into the global marketplace, yeah. yeah, and make money off of off of you. But I think that what you're, you said that you do with your daughter. I need to get better at doing that with my son. I, I've done it to a point, but the fact that you guys are so structured and have these monthly and quarterly meetings.
2: We try and like we're people too that don't get me wrong there are sometimes we miss a meeting and be like hey we missed a meeting we need to go back and so at the next meeting we got to discuss last month and this month so it happens we do miss meetings but because in our household I'm an entrepreneur, my husband's an entrepreneur, my daughter is an entrepreneur. Like, it's kind of the regular conversation in the house, so that kind of helps. So if that's not the regular conversation for you, it is very important to sit down. And sometimes you have to talk to your children. This is why I think the generations before ours did not have a sit at the table when we talked about budgeting and our money, is because all children can't keep their mouths shut we have to know that. It is okay. They're children. So there are some things that when you have your child sit down, you only talk about those things that if they were to say something to someone else, it's okay. And then the most intimate, deep things you say for when it's just you and your spouse or just you because everyone doesn't have a spouse and you go over the budget. But let them sit in on some part or have them participate in some part because I understand everything can't be divulged to your child at a certain age, and you give them little by little as they can handle it. But let them participate in that and have them write up a budget, especially if you give them allowance. They need to know, okay, typically in our culture, what do we do? We tithe. So if they're going to have a thing for tithing, if they're going to have a thing for entertainment, they're going to have a portion for fun, food, hanging out with friends, whatever it is, have them make a budget for that. Even if it's 50 cent goes here a dollar goes there because they only have so much money, allow that because i was giving my child cash because she was younger but now that the cash app allows for your child to be 13 or older to participate on the cash app i encourage her to have cash App so she can swipe her own debit card and understand what that's like but more importantly she can purchase stocks and bitcoin on cash app so she's already investing her money so she her line item on her budget says investing, so she invests part of her money into that. So she lose learning the habit of investing now, so she understands how it works later, and she doesn't get swindled. Or if she makes a mistake now and she loses what a couple hundred dollars, okay that's not a problem she learns from that mistake but if she gets out into adulthood and use a couple thousand dollars she might be hungry for a while so that's why we participate now while she's still under the protection of the roof of her parents
0: you know what wow that's that's really cool the one thing i like about the way you're teaching it tiana is that you were teaching her longevity. Now, I you know how we grew up. I don't know how you grew up, but I know I grew up. It's like when you got a doll in your hand, we treated like it was hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, let me I wanna ask your opinion on something. Um that just came up the other day since we're on this topic. So the other day my, my my son was at school, he's a senior graduating from high school, and um he is in the magnet program. Yes. All his classes were college prep. So one of the counselors sat with him the other day. He told me this just last night. He said, Mom, one of the counselors sat with me, and she wants to know what my future was. What is my two-year plan? What is my five-year plan? You know, and he's like, well, I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm bringing this up because you talk about entrepreneurship. So he says, well, I want to be an entrepreneur. I I don't want to work for anybody else. I know I can't do it. He he said, like, right, well, he is working at, like, Shake Shack right now, but he's like, I'm Overall, when I get older, this is not what I want to do. Now, let me put a star on that. He's always said that. I'm talking about since he was like nine years old, he's always had entrepreneurship bug. So the, the, the counselor was telling him, when you buy a car, you know, how you want to pay for it. You want to finance it. You want to get cash. You want to pay for it cash. He said, well, I'll probably finance it. I told him, I said, stop right there. I just I, I had to stop him. I said, let me tell you something, Philip. I get what she's trying to say because what she's saying, I, what she was saying to him was, "You basically, without a four-year college degree, can't make it in this world. Like, if you don't have a four-year degree, I said, don't you ever get it twisted mm-hmm. that you get a degree or not? Of course, I would love for you to go to um, go to college, and get a four-year degree. I said, but don't you ever get it twisted to think yes. I said there. There's a woman out there somewhere who is cleaning rooms for a living that is better at finances with her small budget than somebody who's making six figures. Yes. And I have to explain to him, whether you go to college or whether you you be an entrepreneur, either way, your job and my job is to help you learn to understand finances. I definitely want him to run your classes.
2: So what do you think about that? I feel like she was trying to discourage him. Well, I think... She was put through the same educational system that our children are in and no one taught her anything different. So she has the mind of that's the only way to do it. So she's telling him what she believes is true and accurate. She doesn't even know like her mind isn't. It hasn't been fed anything different so you can't you can't put out anything you don't have to give out so in the best of mm-hmm. all of her intentions she thinks she is teaching these children yes do this do that that's what that's the right way because that's what she was told was the right way so mm-hmm. i can't fault her for that i love that you were able to bring him back around because another thing that i don't te- technically teach in the slacks they young entrepreneurship class but i encourage um my friends with their children and i'm definitely doing with my child is i would like you to go to college and at least finish a bachelor's degree there are so many jobs mm-hmm. out here that require it just to get your foot in the door so don't leave a door closed that could be open however i do not suggest the traditional route i suggest what we call in a lot of states dual enrollment and maybe called something different in your state but this is how it works it starts basically in sixth grade. So when you start middle school, you start taking whatever high school classes you can to get them out of the way to open up the spots for college classes while you're in high school. Typically, you can start dual enrollment in 11th grade. Some states and some schools in states will allow you to start as early as ninth or 10th grade. You have to speak to the high school that your child's going to go to. Be Reminded that they are going to be quick to try to shut you down, not answer your questions, say they don't do that. They don't know what you're talking about. Give you information for something else because they do it to me all the time because I check every year to make sure the requirements haven't changed. But don't be discouraged. You can go on their website and look it up you can go to the um county school office so i'm gonna make up a county flowers county i don't know if that exists anywhere in the world but you'll go down to the flowers county school board office make an appointment to sit down and speak with someone depending on where you live typically your county office will give you way more information than your local school for whatever reason your local school is not wanting to participate because they lose money when you participate in a Shorter type graduation type thing. And this is why, in order to typically get all those classes out of the way, you have to do some sort of homeschool program. So, for example, I live in Florida. So, we signed up just for the Florida homeschool program because we're residents and it was easy. So, this way during the summer, she takes online classes. She doesn't have to go to the school, it's just all online. And then she's able to finish high school classes, get them out of the way to open up her classes for high school. Again, when she gets to high school, she's going to take college courses. So remember, algebra is algebra is algebra. The algebra that they're taking in high school is the same algebra they're going to take in college. You might as well have them take them basically one behind the other. Take the high school algebra and then the very next moment you can take the college algebra. It's the same concept but you're taking it twice so why take it one year in high school then spend a whole another year taking it in college it makes no sense english same thing biology uh chemistry whatever those sciences are it's the same in high school as it is in college a lot of students and i know Maxine, we talked about that you did with your son People will put their kids in ap classes or honors classes and there is nothing wrong with that we were taught that that's an amazing thing to do i just learned to circumvent that because a college course is the same as an ap honors course so uh, you just get college credit for it instead of high school credit so again the program is called dual enrollment for those who are listening it might be called something slightly different depending on what state you're in but the goal is to have your child take extra classes through a virtual school online during the summer or even Christmas break, because a lot of classes, they allow you to finish just over two weeks. You can finish a whole semester in just over two weeks. Why waste these babies time with four years of college when they can knock out two years of college while they're in high school, graduate with an AA degree and their high school diploma. And then while their friends are doing whatever, not know what they're doing with their life, they're gonna enter college as a junior They're not going to be in a class of 300. They'll be in a smaller class to focus on what they think they might want to do. And if they want to go to school for art, calligraphy, let them go for that because all they need is the degree. If they're not going to be a rocket scientist or something, they don't need a specific degree. And I bring it back to say, if you've ever rented a car from a major car rental spot, not going to say their name. Every single person there who signed your contract who walked you out to the car, who walked around the car and made sure it wasn't damaged in their little white collared shirt and their tie has to have a bachelor's degree to rent you a vehicle. It is the major car rental spot in all of the United States. And I say that to say, renting cars, my my baby could do that, your baby could do that, but they need a bachelor's degree to do it. So I'm saying, give them the easiest, quickest route to get to that bachelor's degree so that door is still open, but then also give them other options to not have to go to that nine to five if they don't want to, or if they enjoy the nine to five, teach them how to use that money so they can turn it into passive income. So if that business goes out of business, they're bankrupt, they fire them. Your baby's not running around looking for a place because they don't have any other money. They're scared they're going to be hungry. They're scared they're going to be put out. There's so many other options. And we go over that. And I want to read this quote really quick. It's by mm-hmm. Dr. Boyce Watkins. He put a child who has not been taught wealth will have to sell their body, their labor, or their time for money. Don't sign your child up for slavery.
0: Ooh, that's
2: powerful. That is powerful. I Trust me, I learned from my failed experience because I didn't know. I did not do dual enrollment because the counselors didn't tell the children who look like me anything about dual enrollment. I learned about it after I graduated and was on campus, and the other kids were like, oh, I did this in dual enrollment. I was like, but I need to take this class, and what is dual enrollment? So I told myself, and of course, I was young, very young, because I graduated high school at 17, because I did take all of my classes that they would allow me to take, and I finished them early. So my senior year of high school, the only real class I had was what we call English 4, which is your fourth year of English, Every other class was an art class, watercolor, ceramics, something stupid that didn't matter because I had finished all my classes because I did the summer school route. I just didn't know there was a dual enrollment to do next because not one counselor, not one person, not one teacher told me anything about it. And I promised myself I would not let that happen to my child. And I will tell every parent I ever come across so it doesn't have to happen to their child either.
0: Oh, that'd be great advice. Thank you so much for sharing that, Tiana. Now, let me ask you another question. Um, Children receiving an inheritance. You know that's rare, but what would you suggest for a child to do
2: who receives an inheritance? That gets really tricky because so many people's situation is different. Um, So if you're the child receiving the inheritance, I'm going to start back at the adult, which you are now, right? The adult who set up this inheritance and thank goodness they had something to leave behind you want to put it in a trust because you want to make the trust responsible per se for that money because let's say for instance someone passes away leaves your say your son maxine an inheritance he's going to go off to college well if you pass away he typically can get some sort of Financial aid or grant and can go to college for free because these student loans are killing people nowadays And we're trying to stay away from those because they're astronomical and that interest rate is no good However, if the money is passed directly to him He wouldn't qualify for any of that because now he has this new wealth However, if it's passed in a trust He can be the beneficiary of the trust. He can be the trustee of the trust and control the money, but it's not his so then he can still get those benefits as he's growing as a young adult to one learn especially if he didn't learn kind of as he was coming you know we didn't teach them as they were growing up and they're just kind of thrown with the money he can get like a monthly stipend from that trust for him to live but not be able to use all of it so i i tell the children in my class because we do talk about trust briefly because you know depending on what mix of class I have and what age range they are, how deep I go into it, put it in a trust because then you are still able to participate in life as a young learning adult without being hindered because now you have this pile of money. And I hope that makes sense. It, it
0: very much makes sense. Again, it's another Way of having longevity for the funds. Yes, and and I and this is so. This topic is so important, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because what I am finding is that when it comes to dating, now these your 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 daughter's generation, my son's generation, I feel bad for them in a sense <laughs> because my son, I am really teaching him how to, you know, to save money. which he does, he works. He has his own bank account. I set him up for that. He has his own credit card. Yes. And I want you to talk about that, too. A lot of parents don't know they can do that. I I yep. was talking to a friend, uh, Tanisha Marie. She's on uh, also on YouTube as well. And Tanisha Marie taught me that, that you can have your child get a credit card on, yes. under your name. Yeah. So that, by the time they graduate high school, they now have already built up, you know, four or five or more years worth of credit. So yes. that at least gives them a starting chance. Yep. But um, you talked about the free college, yes. and that was the other thing I wanted to talk about that the other representatives that stated to my son, she says, why didn't you apply for a four-year college? He told me, he said, because I don't want to spend, I don't have that money to spend. We don't have that money to spend. Yep. yep. For two, two years for free. But, you know, elaborate on that because they just assume that we just as parents want to take out these FAFSA loans and get this and if he doesn't finish
2: for whatever reason guess who's on the loan on the hook for the loan right the parent and so that is so smart because some of our children are gifted and talented in places where, yes, we are going to send them to the Harvard, the Yale, wherever it is that the UF, you know, here in Florida, that's our, our top school. If you're a science, biology, engineering major, if your child has that gift and talent, you're going to do all that you can to send them to where they can be the best they can be. There's nothing wrong with that. But let's just be honest. Most of our children are average, okay? mine mine included not just yours mine the children are average there's nothing wrong with that don't have them waste time and money going off to these large schools that are just going to siphon your wealth that's all they're doing it's a siphon funnel to take money from people who have a little bit or none let let's not talk about the lawsuit (laughs) that just happened um which Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I, I will share, I will share, I had over $100,000 in student loan debt. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> and then with the lawsuit that just happened where they um, canceled over a billion dollars worth of debt, a portion of my student loans were canceled. I fell into that category. And so now I just have just under $100,000 of student loan debt. It is trying to eat me alive. However, thank goodness for the financial education that I have to give to my husband who got us on that track. We'll be able to pay that off and it won't be a problem. But why put your child in that situation? Again, if you do the dual enrollment, the first two years they get are free. And when I say the first two years, that means as long as they're in high school and they're taking college classes through the dual enrollment, they're paid for by that county, the school's county. You don't pay for those. Then the next two years when they get out, for example, depending on low income or not, you get financial aid. But why send them off again to a big school? You can send them to the local college because there's some community colleges, but there are also local colleges that aren't deemed universities. It's a a slight variation on why. Send them there because typically the um, cost is about half, if not even less, but you get the same degree. Because at the end of the day, unless you're going to work for some really, really big place that everyone knows by name, they're not going to ask you where you got your degree from. They're just going to ask, do you have it? (laughs) That's all they care about.
0: That is it. And you made a very good point about that company. That was Navient. Navient canceled yeah. all the loans. And I just looked on my credit report and I saw it was canceled. Not only Navient, it was canceled off my credit report. It raised my score. Like oh, yeah.
2: Because you're not delinquent because it no longer exists.
0: Isn't that something? You see how you learn things? Yes. It was a long time ago that it wasn't affecting I, I have to be honest i thought because it was a long time ago it wasn't affecting my credit and yes it,
2: it was yeah it still does i mean granted it's student loans so do, those don't go away most of your other credit will drop off after seven years unless they just want to continue to persist and start the seven years over because they can do that as a company most companies they're just going to let it fall off after seven years and it, it's going to go away like it didn't happen you can do debt consolidation. I don't participate in that. I don't know anything about that, but I have seen friends do it, and their credit score was um, raised. They got things off their credit. But also, again, with your children and that credit card you were talking about, uh, Maxine, is, and listen, parents, adults, us, <laughs> me included, if you are bad with your money and you're going to be bad with this credit card, don't do this because you're going to mess up your yeah. child for the future if you want to help your child but you know you're not that great with money then get a credit card that you only put one thing on your child is on that credit card and you monthly just use it and you pay it as soon as that way your child can build credit we all have weaknesses don't get me wrong that red sign that says sale or clearance is mine so i have to understand who i am and what's going to get me caught up so you can open a credit card or you can add your child to an existing credit card if you're very responsible with your money and they will get the same credit um history that you have that's why i'm saying if you're not good they'll get a negative one if you are good they'll get a positive one and that way their credit is built over time and then when they are adults 18 whatever move out into the house that um you're gonna look for them with, and have them homestead through the kitty condo loan, they already have exceptional credit. Let me just keep in mind, your child does not need to have a job or credit for the kitty condo loan, so you can know that off the bat. But if you want to set them up to have some credit, that is the way to do it. You just add them to an existing credit limit that you already have.
0: That's what's up, Tiana. That's what I'm talking about. You said something very key. If you know that you're <laughs> the type of parent and don't pay your bills every 30 days, don't set your kids up for failure right. and going to go through the same thing behind your actions. Right. Because at the end of the day, we have all been those parents. I was that parent where, because I didn't understand credit and I would have all those 30 days late and all of that. This one's the same. Just like you said, That one specific credit card, sometimes as bad as I want to use it, I don't. Yeah. Because sometimes, even when you have the best intentions, you look up and Thursday go by and you don't know what happened. Anything can happen. Yes. Yes. So I make sure that I don't use that card that's just for him. And then I make sure it's paid off every month, period. Mm -hmm. It's paid off.
2: Yeah. Most credit cards, depending on where you get the credit card from, like if you get your credit card from your bank, it will typically allow you to overpay the card so for example i have a card that i use i have one thing that comes on it i already know how much that's going to be and it auto debits off the credit card so for example if i had the bill due in february i would just overpay it in january so it'll have more money on the card. Like I would have paid more than the credit that I used. That's the overpayment. So when it auto debits out in February, I don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, I remember to pay it. No, because I overpaid it in <laughs> January. So I just mm-hmm. overpay it by one month. Joe, so I don't forget about it.
0: That's great. That is great. That's a great idea. I haven't thought about doing that, but I will start doing that. I will start overpaying the card maybe a little bit so that way I don't have to worry about it. Um, but yeah, this credit card debt is no joke. And that's the other thing that, um, so you teach your children again, how to stay out of debt you're teaching them how to invest, you're teaching yeah. them how to buy, uh, con- they can buy property, yeah. invest, save money. I mean, amazing. And, and how
2: long is the course? I think you said it was six courses. It's six courses. So the first one was in January. So it's every Saturday in January. Then I take February off. <laughs> and then it'll be mm-hmm. March. And it'll be four class four Saturdays in March. So that's how it goes. So it's every other month. Awesome. What is the age range that they can take? Five to 18 is the age range. I did have some adults ask, did I have a class for them? And I did tell them, I said, if I have enough interest for adults who want to take the class, I will do a special class just for an adult. But this class, the Swagslayer Young Entrepreneurship class is for age five to 18.
0: Okay, great. And where can they sign up for this class?
2: At slackslayer.com.
0: OK, great. So all of this information is going to be available when the recording of this show is posted. And I think everything um, that you provided today was so helpful and much needed. We cannot have enough conversation when it comes to finances and our children and especially our black children.
2: Yes. My uh,
0: you know, we can say that the Jay community, they take for their for their field trips. They take their children to the bank. Yeah. They're on a two hour trip trying to figure, open up a bank account at Chase. Yeah. And we're trying to figure out how to go to the, um, the museum and the aquarium. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do. We go to yeah. the aquarium and all that. No, they're, t- they're not playing. They're taking their children to the bank. We're going to open up, you know, the gold birds, the gold box, or whatever. We're going to yeah. open up a bank account for our babies. And by the time they graduate high school, they're going to be well on their way because they have that backing. And that's what I wanna see more for our black children is to have that backing. And the fact that you're doing this, Tiana, is a very big deal, because I'm gonna tell you last but before I close is that we are so good at, we're so competitive, I'll say that, but we are good at hoarding information. And it's the information that can help to save the life. We don't even understand how much power we have when we are withholding knowledge.
2: Yeah. And just real quick on that note before we end, Another way that a parent can help, like say the parent isn't or guardian because it's not always a parent isn't good at finance themselves. Like they know they have a weakness. Like I, I have a sale weakness. You can open up a custodial account. It's a custodial investment account for a minor. And what you do is like so Fidelity is a company you could do it with. There are other companies. I'm just familiar with Fidelity. You sign up for with Fidelity. You open a uh, brokerage account for them, but it's a custodial account. And so you can put money in, but you cannot take money out. And then your mm-hmm. um, child, you set the age limit, whether it's 18. It's somewhere between 18 and 25, depending on what brokerage you use, what age they're able to access that money. So if you don't think they're going to be ready at 18, set it at 25, you know. Um, you can't even be the president of the United States unless you're 30. So you know, set the bar high at 25. But every dollar you put in, it's an investment. And then you can um, change the investments. I always recommend for people who don't really know how to use the stock market to try Mm the S&P 500. It's the top 500 companies in America. And just let it track the S&P 500. That way, if one company isn't doing so good, they get kicked off the list and another company comes up. You don't have to like research all these different companies. And then that way, when they get Christmas money, you know, um, grandparents send money, they do their chores. They, uh, you know, have their little business on the side, whatever they do, you can, um, invest money into that and then not have to worry about maybe if you're weak in this section of spending money to take that money because you can't, you're not allowed to take it out. And then another real quick note from one of my students who is in the class, um, for the Swag Slayer entrepreneurship class, they've already started putting principles in, um, place. And I don't, no, I said one of my students. I mean, she is my student, but she is my daughter. <laughs> um, she already has <laughs> published her book. It came out this month. Um, it's She made this book, and it's available on Amazon. But it's just very simple. Your children can do things like this, too. It doesn't have to be um, super difficult. It also doesn't have to be something you keep in your house. Because I know I had some parents say, well, I don't want them to sell things that I have to store in my house. OK, that's fine. This book, she... Um, t- wrote it up she created this cover and then after she you know had it proofread and everything she went ahead and published it and then put it for sale on amazon so she doesn't have to keep stacks of books and then distribute them as someone sells them so that's just an example if you're like well how can my child do something entrepreneurialship because i really don't have time to have my hands in all of this i don't have space at my house i don't want to, have to be counting everything those are ways that it doesn't always have to be a tangible item in your home, there are ways that they can still um, be able to create something with the gifts, skills, and talents that I gave them, but not to have it in their home. And I just want to make sure I brought that up because I didn't want to forget because there is no room here for her to have anything (laughs) because I run a whole other business full of products. So there's no room for her to have her own physical products. So she found a way to be able to still sell something in the world's largest marketplace, by the way, (laughs) which is Amazon online. And still be able to make a profit and income for herself to be able to invest. So that was my last two cents. (laughs) What
0: is the name of your daughter's book?
2: It is called A Path to Your Creativeness, A Book of Prompts for Kids. Because she's a storyteller and she's actually working on her third book now that she has to get an illustrator for. And she wanted to encourage other kids who want to write and become young authors. So she made a book of prompts to help them think of ideas to start writing stories.
0: Oh, awesome. That, okay, we got a path of your creativeness. Cindy, you said you were going to jump in. I just heard Cindy.
1: Yeah, no, I had, I had a question. You were seeing so much good stuff. I want to curse, but I know the children are going to listen to this. Um, So much good stuff. Oh my gosh, my head is on fire. Uh, you're good. Uh, when you were talking about high school, mm-hmm. my daughter did say to me, she was like, I, I'm not really interested in college. Mm-hmm. And her father was like, well, why is she not interested in college? I was like, not everybody wants to go. She was like, I don't wanna hold my chicken up. So she went to Soho in New York, did cosmetology mm-hmm. six months later, 18, cosmetology license in New York yes. State, like makeup, yes. all that stuff. I was like, okay, that's talk about getting straight to the bag, right? <laughs> and another thing about the whole school thing is I spent five years in school. Yeah. Right? Which really sucks. I'm still I'm a thousand years old and I still get the damn freaking, I'm still paying for this damn thing. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? I think I kind of stopped. And I, I already said it too late, but, <laughs> but cause it was like way high. And then what the hell was like, ah, oh, they just yes. keep taking this thing. It's dwindling down, but it, it never goes to zero. Unless right. it's tax time. They know how to come for you. Um, then I was going to point out to you. Um, I was going to ask you, do you understand blockchain? I said, if you yeah. do, talk to me like I'm five years old because then I'd be able to fit into your class. And, yes. do, and do you only teach NFTs? But you said you do blockchain. So if you could yeah. explain that, if you don't mind.
2: Yeah, so it is a complex thing. However, there are different blockchains. We do talk about Bitcoin because it's the one that people know the most about. And it's the easiest one to purchase because again, you can purchase it through Cash App or the Venmo app. You can get Ethereum and Litecoin also on the Venmo app. But it just is, it's just like a dollar. It's just digital. And there is a log of it for the whole world to see. So like if you kept your budget and your bank books, they're private. They're at your house, right? No one can see them unless you show them. Well, the blockchain is like a log of everyone's transactions, whoever used the Bitcoin. So if I gave you a dollar, it's going to log. That a dollar was transferred from me to you. You can keep it private. No one has to know it was from me to you. But it is a log of all of those Bitcoin that are being transacted with daily. And who's, you know, an account that might hold them, different things like that. Um, for people who are listening, who are wanting to know about the blockchain, my biggest thing to tell people is when you're starting to invest in digital currency, you're going to need to learn how to use a device offline. Because what I tell people all the time is just like the bank can be robbed and your money can be taken out, the platform such as Coinbase, great platform. I love it. I love to use it. The link is in my bio. There are instructions. They teach you videos. So if you don't know what to do, you can watch educational videos and they will pay you in digital currency for watching the videos so you can learn how to use it. But this is an example and they have not been hacked. But if they got hacked, they just take your money off. It's the World Wide Web. There are so many people out there trying to figure out how they can get your money without having to work for it. Right. So I always tell people get into it. But once you start to get a little nest egg, you need to learn how to use a hard wallet. Some of them plug into your computer. Some look like a debit card. It's just you take the money off the Internet and you've secured it with yourself in like a safe at your house or something like that. So those are really the big things I tell people when we're talking about it. It's like you transfer a dollar. From a dollar, it's just Bitcoin. There's a log of it online. It's called a blockchain. And if you get a big nest egg of it, you need to find a way to get it off the internet with a hard wallet. I hope yep. that was easy.
1: No, <laughs> no, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I, I you know, I know a little something something. But here's <laughs> my thing, right? So. Totally spoke to one of my sisters in Divine Femininity and she was telling me, hey, you know, because I got the Coinbase, do the Coinbase wallet. But I was like, eh, my spirit wasn't going with it. And then she did it and she was like, girl,
2: why they want 80% of what I put in here? Well, I wonder how she's using it. So I would have to talk to her to see because, you know, everyone's situation is a little bit different. She may just, and I have all these thoughts in my head, but I would have to ask her questions because... It doesn't typically work like that. It just depends on what you're doing. And sometimes people, you know, they're new. They don't know what they're doing. So they've opened a door to something that they don't even know it's opening. So their money's like flying out. And then we just have to get in and say, oh no, turn that off. And then you're like, you're good again. So it just depends on kind of what's going on. So that I would have to ask specific questions to kind of see because we that could probably be rectified.
1: I, I, I thank you. Uh, Maxine, we need to bring her on over to Divine Femininity. I need this brain. Yeah. I need this brain next to me. <laughs>
2: like, I and, need your brain. and then I want to bring up real quick, because you said about um, her getting her cosmetology license. That is another thing. Again, our babies are, not most of our babies are average, including mine. <laughs> so it is okay to not go off to the Harvests and the Yales. Uh and, and Max can attest to this. I have my insurance license. You can get your insurance license at 18. Let me be clear. It is a 215 health um life and annuities license because there's so many insurance licenses out there you can get it at age 18 you study for it you sit for the test um at a, like a testing center where they monitor you so you don't cheat and once they give you the license you can come out at 18 making anywhere depending on where you work and what you do and depending on what state you're in anywhere from 16 to 25 dollars an hour so for our babies who are not going to go off to college because they just don't want to and they want a license for something, that's a good license to get. And then it's not. they don't even have to count money. They help people enroll in things like life insurance or enroll in things like health care or enroll into things like supplemental insurance. So different things like that. And most of those jobs are mostly customer service. They're just getting paid six, eight, $10 more than the customer service agent that doesn't have the license. So licensing is good too.
1: Oh, no, that is definitely dope because I did try to introduce her to someone that was doing that, even though she has her thing. And then she went and sat in two insurance classes and she was like, listen, I know how to beat face. Right. I know how right. to do nails and know right. how to do hair. Yeah, this don't make no damn sense to me. <laughs> and I was like, all right, baby, I'm sorry.
2: Yes, because Mm -hmm. all of our children have their own gifts, skills and talents. And I think as the overseers were, the parents or the guardians, grandparents, whatever, it's just for us to kind of monitor and uh, expose them to new things because they may not know and it may not be clear what their talent is. But if we expose them, eventually that talent will come out and we'll say, there it is, that light bulb moment, right? Where we can say, okay, they're really good at that. They enjoy doing it because who said it? I think it was Judge Judy. She was saying that Find the thing that you love to do, that you would do all day, every day for free, and then find a way to make it make money. Because then every day you're enjoying your life, but you're still bringing in income. And some people, they enjoy being teachers. Teachers don't get paid that much. But if we start, maybe maybe your baby wants to be a teacher. If we start now getting them ahead with dual enrollment, with the kitty condo loan, with the credit, with the property, with the investing, then they can be a teacher and not have to live on that teacher's salary because they have passive income coming in and they can wake up every day, enjoy teaching children. They can wake up every day, go out and fish. They can wake up every day doing what it is that they love and want to do and brings them passion and changes the world for better, but not have to live like a pauper because we taught them how to have income coming in all the time, no matter what.
1: Wow! Wow! See that—that—that's really dope. The way you're saying, it. I wish like more parents thought like that. The way you are, Maxine, where you're like trying to, you know, trying to just stare your son in the right way. Um, and my daughter's not really good with children. She says she doesn't want to have any because they move I don't too blame much. her. She says they move <laughs> too much. I I don't want to deal with that. I'm like, really? And then the crazy part is, I bought a sewing machine at 12 years old. She could freaking do create a lace front like nobody's business it's just simple stuff like that right you give them something and it's like now I don't want to deal with insurance I don't want to deal with you know but I just like creating design backstage that type of thing so yeah Yeah. thank you thank you Maxine thank you
0: and I think that's awesome too I love the creativity of young people that's what I was saying uh, when I was I'm out here in Monrovia and I was getting my hair done and I was saying how so many of these young ladies have talent, like they can do hair, but they don't want to commit to make the money. So, you know, it has to be the passion with the talent. It's like, shoot, go make that 400 or $500 real quick, if you can. Um, you can make And then going back, I, and I just want to reiterate what Tiana was talking about with the health license, not just for children, but I want to talk to anybody that's going through... Um, a hardship can't find work. But I don't care if you have a bachelor's, master's, PhD. If you are not considered essential, you are out of work. But the one thing I like about this career is that there are not enough of people with the health and life license, and in our cases, med as well. We have we're also AHIP certified. So if you can keep your license up, tr- trust when
2: I tell you, you will never be unemployed. Yes, you. Can- and that's <laughs> facts. They are beating down your door asking you to work with this license i can attest most of us can attest we're filling out applications going to interviews begging for a job right with it when i the moment i got this like my whole family ended up getting this license because when i got the license people were texting me tell someone hey you want to work <laughs> they, they were sending me dms they were calling me all the time begging me to work interview what i ain't never had to go on an interview with this license they just say come to work this day this time i'll be there that's it that's
0: just how it works there is no you don't have to have any experience when i first got my license and that lady called me i thought it was a joke i said ma'am there are too many people calling me she said no ma'am it's not a joke it was from a large Health Network, too. Yeah. Went on the interview, did the little protocol, boom. I stayed with them for six seasons. I mean, that's how easy it was. It was so easy, I was scared. I was right. like,
2: what? Yep. And when I say everyone in my family got the license after I got the license, and we all do our insurance now because it's so easy to get the job, and it's so easy to keep the job, and you get paid way more, <laughs> then we're like, yes, we're just all going to do this
0: and if you get the A you get commission in yeah. addition to salary yeah so it's it's a good incentive so that's for anyone who's like really struggling they can't find work i mean cuz you you know it doesn't matter i have a degree i had all this yes. experience all these rewards and i couldn't get a job sweeping floors for 2 yeah. years seriously and it wasn't until i got that um life license and then i got the
2: help and the help was the trick That's facts. The 215, because there's a health license and a life license. They're separate. You would have to study for both and sit for both and do continuing education for both. I always encourage people to get the 215. They're both put together. You only have to study for one, sit for one test, and then you only have to do continuing education on one license. Yep, that's right. Absolutely right. Well, with Tiana, you were just awesome today. Was there anything else you'd like to take us out with? No, I think that's all. Like, just for the any children watching, any parent or guardian watching, it's never too late to start. I know I said a lot of things. You're probably like, "What? I need to rewind that." Just pick one. Pick one that spoke to you and start there.
0: Well said. Thank you so much. And Tiana, and this again was Tiana. And she talked about a whole lot of great information. Thank you so much, Tiana, for joining us today. And she is,
2: um, tell them the name again, Sway Slay. Tiana from Sway Slay. Uh, Tiana, the Swag Slayer on all the social media platforms. So that's T-H-E-E-S-W-A-G-S-L-A-Y-E-R. Or you can find me, of course, at SwagSlayer.com.
0: SwagSlayer.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. Tiana for being here today and we really look forward to having you come back. Don't let this be the last time, okay? We yes, have, of
2: course.
0: Even one of those topics you talk about, I mean, that you spoke about today, we could break down and make it yes. into our conversation because that's how much information, you know, I learned a lot from you. Just talking to you, just you know, business. I was like, well I didn't know I could do this <laughs> <a> certain thing. <laughs> Not even sharp. She's got, I'm like, listen to what she says. She's like, she doesn't overthink it. I'm an overthinker sometimes. She's like, no, just do
2: X, Y, Z. And I'm like, okay, yeah. well, nah, I'll do. It. <laughs> well, I thank you nice. so much for having me. This was great. I love talking <laughs> to like-minded people. I love teaching other people things that they didn't know so they can get ahead. So this was fabulous. Thank you again.
0: Thank you so much. And you have a wonderful evening. Good night, everyone. Thanks for keeping the lights on, D'Ang. Cindy Ashby Ashby
1: Ashby Productions.
0: On the wake up. Hi, I'm Maxine from Ministry and Wellness, your health and wellness advocate. Are you having problems relaxing? Maybe feeling a little stressed? You are not alone, but I've got the solution for you. Go to ministryandwellness.com for your alternative solutions to comfort. Or call me at area code 855-200-2774 to book your free consultation. No question is too small and don't be shy. I'm here to help and look forward to speaking with you. Just get your body in the mood.